1: is no secret
2: that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? What up bitches, welcome back to Law of Attraction Change My Life. I'm am Francesca Amber, your host who should, as you are listening to this, be in the sunny, sunny Cornwall. I do love Cornwall trip. Um yes, she's away again. Who is she? Um I've been on a bit of a travel spree recently. I feel like my holidays are always like buses, like literally none for ages, then three at bloody once. Um But I'm very grateful to be going on a gifted trip to Cornwall from one of my lovely book club members. She's got an amazing apartment overlooking the ocean. Yes, please sign me up. I'm going to see my best friends in Cabo, Mexico. Are you kidding? And I've even been gifted a cruise for like a work trip with Mark from Canny Crystals for us to really sort out our shit about this live event. And yeah, I'm cruising around the goddamn med. Who does she think she is? Jane MacDonald. I'm really, really excited. But it is a little bit um, stressful, shall we say, that all of my trips are literally coming in pretty much the same month. Slightly stressful, but there we go. We move. These trips have really given me some motivation and much needed energy. And it's just a reminder that sometimes if you feel really drained, really tired, like you've got no get up and go. Sometimes it's not that we're doing too much and that's why we're drained, but sometimes it's that we're doing too little of what really lights us up. So if you think about your core values and you discover what is going to give you energy and make your world go round and be your reason for getting up in the morning and try to add a little more of that into your life, So for me, that is travel and experiences with my children, but also with friends and working. So making sure that I sprinkle that into my life, no matter how disruptive it seems at the time, honestly, trying to organise childcare for three children and making sure everyone's sorted out and work sorted out while I go away is is stressful. Okay. Anyway, my car... Yes, my car got me thinking about the topic of this week's podcast, which is all about practical. I mean, I'm calling it practical magic because it is magic. There is magic in action. So I want to talk today about how real practical action can literally be magical in getting you to reach your goals faster and more guaranteedly guaranteedly. You know what I mean. So recently, Stephen Bartlett rather controversially said in his podcast, Diary of a CEO, who listens to that? Isn't it amazing? I bloody love it. Um, He said that he doesn't believe in the law of attraction and people were up in arms. And when I say people, I mean me. But actually, what he said was, you can't just sit there and wish for something. There's too many people out here thinking that you can just manifest, sitting at home, visualising it, writing out your affirmations 500 times a day and putting it on a vision board. Like You can't just sit and wish and hope, but take no inspired action. The power really comes with the action, even if the initial practical action doesn't seem directly related to the end goal result. And an ideal example of that, that would be decluttering. How many times do we declutter and organise our environment not to have a clear environment, but actually to manifest something else? We do that all the time with great results. So what the fuck do I mean? Well, when I sit down at the beginning of every year, I write out a list of goals for the year ahead. If you have been on my New Year's Day workshops with me, you will know this. And they are a real mix of personal, travel, professional goals for my business, health and body goals, maybe even romantic goals, financial goals, all areas of your life. And something that I often want to put but I don't, there's something that always stops me, is to upgrade my car. Even if I do put it, I kind of put it half-heartedly, knowing that I will never really allow myself to go for it. And so for several years, I have had upgrade my car on my list, and I say several years, about two years, and it's never happened. It's never come to fruition. Well, why? Why? Well, last month in the book club, we did a book called Fuck You Chaos and something I realised that really bothered me in my day to day life and was definitely not making me feel like an abundant bitch. And it was also stressing my bandwidth was what a shit show my car is. An absolute shit show. My children have the audacity to treat it like a dumpster. Obviously, if you've got young children, you will know the state that your car gets into. It's unavoidable. They constantly snack in the car. And my girls do do long journeys. So I'm not about to be like, do you know what? You can starve because I don't want any crumbs in my car. Like that's not going to happen anytime soon. They have a ton of toys in the car. And as a result, it just gets surprisingly disorganized and surprisingly dirty, surprisingly fast. So in the past I would always wait until it got really really bad and then it would be a whole ordeal going to get it cleaned. So the result of that would be that most of the time it just looked like shit. My car looked like absolute shit. I mean if I'd had a crash or anything and people had pulled me out that car they would have been absolutely shocked so my pattern was letting it get really, really bad, then taking literally half a day to clear it out, take it to the car wash, I'd have to get the girls out, they'd undo all their car seats, they'd it would just be a nightmare. I'd have to take them around the shops for two hours and try and keep them entertained while the car got done. And then, of course, we'd get back in the car and within 10 minutes, someone will have dropped a biscuit on the floor or crunched up something. Something would have happened. Someone would have shit themselves, hopefully not me, and it would be back to square one. And I realised that insanity was doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. And for years, I'd had this pattern going on where I would go and get my car cleaned. I would absolutely love it. I'd be like, it's never going to go back to the way it was before. And then sure enough, within a couple of days, it would be back to the way it was before. So, I decided as part of this month in the book club to really try and try something different with my car. So I bought some car storage solutions. They are amazing. I am obsessed. You all need to get involved. So I got this little box that I can put in between the baby's car seats and it holds all their little like fidgety toys, like things they like to, you know, like those little popper things and all those kind of stuff. But in the past, I had a little box for this and they would like Invariably, throw it on the floor within the first ten minutes of a journey, and then they would cry. Or I'd go round a corner, and it would swerve off, and then it would be on the floor, and everyone would cry, myself included. These ones that are actually designed for your car, not only do they look super sleek because they're all black and match your interior, they also have a little um, loop that you can thread a seatbelt through so that it doesn't matter if a child tries to throw it on the floor or you go around a corner and it falls off, it ain't going nowhere. It is there for good. When I say it's changed my life, I'm literally not being dramatic. It's changed my goddamn life. Another thing I bought, I feel like I've talked about this car bin quite a lot, but I bought a car bin, a car bin. I've never been happier with anything in my life. I now have a car bin and I also have a roll of scented um, bin bags in the passenger door. And when a big accumulation of rubbish gets in there, so i.e. if we all end up eating a meal in there because we're on a long drive or something, that's a lot of rubbish. I've got a bag there to straight away be able to put everything into the bag. Off you go into the public bin. Thank you very much. I pay a lot of tax. I can do that. All right. And then third thing I did was I got a cordless Dyson. This, oh, I take it back. The car bin, yes, it's changed my life, but a cordless vacuum has literally changed my goddamn life. So this was so that I could actually vacuum the car myself on a regular basis. I didn't realise how much it was going to help me in the home as well. It's literally saved me so much time and energy. Oh God, I love it. But the difference is insane. One month later, and I have been cleaning my car out on a regular basis. What previously would have meant like, half a day, like I say, going out, having to keep the children amused while they do it. Forget all that. It's now something I do while the girls are just pottering around in the car or fannying around on the driveway. I don't know why. Do anyone else's children just like playing in the car? Is this a thing for anyone else? Like my children sometimes they just want to sit and like go between the front seats and the back seats and sit in the driver's seat like they bloody love it. So I'm like, okay, you don't want to get out? Cool, I'll spend 20 minutes clearing everything out, organising everything and vacuuming. And I tell you what, it brings me so much joy. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, I could not imagine buying my dream car on my vision board, when my current car looked and was treated like this because i knew i knew what would happen i would go and pick up that dream car i would be so happy about it and within a couple of days there would be biscuits trod into the carpets there would be sticky fingers there would be all these things right and that really upset me and i wouldn't allow myself to get my dream car whilst my existing car was treated like this and invariably i knew the the new one would not be any different So taking that physical action to remedy how my existing car right now really looks and is treated and how it feels to me really puts me on the pathway to achieving that goal because that resistance that I had, that resistance is gone. My reason not to go for it has gone. And so this may sound very simple and very obvious, but so many of us try these really complicated techniques to manifest Or we try to achieve seemingly impossible goals by writing out affirmations a hundred times a day or putting it on a vision board by our beds so that we see it every morning when we wake up or whatever. But quite often, the simplest way is to start taking practical action towards it to remove any mental blocks you have about the desire. And for me, it was like, well, there's no way I'm going to spend money on a really nice car if it's going to look like this. And the reality is, as long as I have children and as long as I carried on that previous pattern, then that's exactly how that car would end up. So I hope this makes sense to you, that sometimes just really basic physical action really can propel you towards your goals. And now I find myself being like, you know what? I have got a lot going on in the next few months with the house and everything. But as soon as all of that is done a car is definitely going to be on my hit list. And it's definitely, definitely going to be something that in 2024 is like top of my list if I haven't achieved it in 2023. So I asked my book club bitches if they had any other examples of this kind of action. And this is what we've got. So I want to give you some examples here. First of all, we have the lovely Helen, who was really eager to get out of an unhappy marriage and become financially independent.
3: So I was in an unhappy marriage, although we get on and we are actually best mates now, which is great. Um, I didn't have a clue what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. I just knew that I needed to get out. I wanted my own home. I wanted a new home full of everything new. I didn't want to take anything from the marital home. But because my ex-husband has massive health problems, he hasn't worked for a long time, couldn't get a mortgage, and I literally had no idea what I was going to do, how I was going to do it, how I was going to manage to buy two houses. Um, We have a daughter who's now 16, so I was obviously concerned about her, blah, 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 blah. And I just didn't have a clue what to do, and I was manifesting the shit out of it. I was doing affirmations that I'm single, I am happy, we have an amicable divorce, blah, blah, blah. And I I just decided one day, having looked at law of attraction stuff before and all of that, that I couldn't just sit back and let it happen, But I had to release the how, um, which doesn't come naturally for me. And that's definitely the bit of the law of attraction I really, really struggle with and have to work on. So I started by taking action on finances. I spoke to a solicitor friend and I actually split our finances as if we were actually already divorced. So he was managing his own money. Um, And whilst I couldn't do it completely, I took steps to doing that. Which helped. I then started looking at the type of house I wanted, where I wanted to live. Visited a development, um, and I actually carried a picture of the house I now live in around with me for over a year. I then started looking at options for my ex about how he could, how I could get a house with. Were well, the options by, do I have to buy, buy to let? So on, so on, so on. He's on massive disability benefits, so no mortgage. And randomly came across shared ownership, which I didn't think would ever be an option for him. Um, so looked into that more and more. Lockdown happened, um, which kind of forced the issue and made us really work hard on getting on. And even though we weren't toxic and arguing, we weren't doing anything. So we started talking more. Um, and I made a conscious effort to do that, to keep us amicable. And then we both decided that once our daughter had finished our GCSEs, that's when we would tell her. So I made all of these plans about taking action to do it, and it literally all fell into place. I can't begin to imagine just things like the finances. I was offered a load of consult- consultancy work on top of my full-time job. So I worked my nads off for a year which meant I had enough savings to completely furnish my house from scratch which is what I wanted. Um, my ex now lives in a shared ownership which his share is um, purchased outright. I have my own house, I have my mortgage, blah 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 and literally everything that was on my list which was two houses, a happy and amicable divorce, best um, relationship is co-parenting cool for Haley blah, 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 it literally all happened. So I hope that helps. Sorry if I've rambled on a bit, but um, this was a bit off the the cuff, off the back of your message, because if I didn't do it straight away, it wouldn't fucking happen. So anyway, hope that helps. Have a good day.
1: We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is
3: Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes.
2: Yes Helen we love this for you. I think sometimes when you have been in a unhappy marriage especially for bloody hell as long as she has you know she's got a 16 year old daughter it can sometimes feel absolutely impossible to find your way out. It can feel like a mountain that is so big to climb you just don't have the energy for it. So the fact that she managed to manifest all of that And she started it by just taking the practical action. She just started by the simple thing of asking someone for some advice, starting to split their um, income and their finances as if they were already divorced and as if they were already separated. I'm fucking here for it. I love it. Helen, I wish you best on Tinder. It is rough out there. Okay, Charlotte is next and she's talking about health and fitness goals.
4: Hey, Fran. Okay, so I've struggled with exercise and trying to lose weight for years. Like, never stuck to it, really, really. just, like, been a massive challenge. And every time I looked in my wardrobe, I was like, this is depressing. None of these clothes fit me, but I don't want to spend a ton of money and, um, like, buy a load of new stuff because my intention is that I'm going to fit in it one day. Years and years go by, like, it just doesn't happen. Then last month... I thought, right, I kept seeing these adverts about Vinted. I literally listed every single thing that doesn't fit me. I bought myself, with the money that I've made from selling my old clothes, stuff that I actually like, that I can wear literally right now. And for the first time this week, I've done my exercise, I've stuck to it, and I have not touched chocolate crisps sweets any shit for three full days now which might not sound like a lot but that's not happened in my entire life so i hope this is what he was looking for but it's truly changed my life
2: Charlotte, that is exactly what I was looking for. I am so here for this. And we've talked about this a little bit in the book club this month about how so many of us just wait to finally start living our best stylish lives because we're like, oh, I don't want to buy clothes while I'm this weight. And what people are finding is, is that as soon as they start to embrace the way they are now and dressing as if they love themselves and dressing for the life they want right now, they end up having an uplift and a ripple effect in the rest of their lives. And then they start being like, you know what? I feel great. I want to feel even better. I am going to start eating healthier. I am going to start exercising more. And then boom, guess what? Your original goal of being your goal weight or whatever finally happens. Um... And really, if you think about it, there's no negative there. So the first outcome for Charlotte could be that she sells all of her clothes on Vinted. She's now bought clothes that really make her feel happy and she can wear immediately exactly the way she is. She feels happier in her everyday to day life. She's dressing for the life that she wants. Everything's good. Everything's golden. But she doesn't change her weight. How is that a bad thing? She literally is now finally dressing for her body, she's finally dressing and wearing things that she wants to wear and she's got rid of all that shit that no longer serves her and no longer fits her, that's Outcome number one. Outcome number two is she sells all of her old stuff on Vinted and as a result of this, like she says, she suddenly finds herself suddenly because she's wearing things that suit her and she's feeling better about herself, she's starting to feel more motivated to take care of herself. So the other outcome is she could start to lose lots of weight and she needs to buy stuff that fits her. Well, guess what? That's a fucking bonus as well. Like Who's ever going to be mad at that? She'll be straight back on that vintage with those bigger clothes that she bought that she fucking loves. And she will be living a great reality. Both of those realities are fucking win win. You can't, you literally can't lose Charlotte. Okay. Now the final example I want to give you is actually one that I'm going to have to read you myself because this listener wanted to remain anonymous because... She says, I've done this in secret and none of my family or friends know. I did this solely for me. I wouldn't have done it without the book club. So thank you. So let's call her Jane McDonald. It's not Jane McDonald. (laughs) No, let's not call her that. Let's call her Brenda. Um, She says, I was overweight for 10 years due to being a, professional horse rider and having a bad accident, which meant I could no longer ride and I just piled on the weight. I kept putting to lose weight on my goal list every single year and I tried every diet known to man, but I could never do it. I then bought your Weight loss subliminal, and I was manifesting weight loss and starting to see loads of people having weight loss surgery come up on my Instagram, and I just knew it was a sign. I did loads of research and then saved up the money and booked the surgery. I had it on the 1st of August and have lost seven stone. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Jane McDonald. My action was researching and booking. As I always knew about weight loss surgery and have seen it advertised, I just never considered it an option for me. Fast forward 10 months and I am a completely different person inside and out. Oh God, I feel like I'm going to cry. It's upgraded my life in ways I cannot even explain. That is an amazing, amazing story. And what I love about that is I quite often try to explain to people how The subliminals, especially the weight loss ones, seems very powerful. Where, yes, one side of subliminals is that it is speaking to your subconscious mind and it is speaking to your body on a cellular level. And of course, your cells of your body are constantly replacing. We're able to manipulate through our subconscious ourselves to whatever we want, right? That's one part of it. But the other part of it is it does start to make you aware of lots of opportunities. And we often talk about the field of infinite possibilities. And we're just stuck in this little rabbit run, this little rat run down the middle of this amazing field of opportunities opportunities. Um, because our habits are die hard, And we're like, no, this is what I do. This is what I do every day. I'm not, you know, veering off or doing anything else. And what I love about the subliminals is it tends to actually bring the other options to the forefront of your mind and make you think, hmm, maybe that is a possibility for me. Maybe that's something I could do. And all of these possibilities are always here for us. When we talk about attracting things into our lives, We don't really attract anything. Everything is already available to us at all times. We just have to be open to it and on the frequency of it so that we can see it and we can be it and we can have it. Of course, not forgetting that with the law of attraction and with trying to manifest certain goals, don't always focus on the how. Try not to focus too much on how it's going to come about. I'm sure that when she purchased that weight loss subliminal, she never in a million years thought, I'm going to feel called to do weight loss surgery. I've actually never thought that. And it's not our job to think about how things are going to pan out. It's not our job to think about how our goals are going to be manifested. It's just about being open to the possibility. So whatever your goal may be, take some practical action today. Really take a look at what is holding you back from reaching that goal and just start to take the smallest action. And I promise you, it will have a ripple effect and you will achieve amazing results. Thank you so much for listening to the pod today. If you have gained any value from it at all, please do your girl a solid. I would love you forever in a day if you would just rate, review, subscribe. Each thing takes you mere seconds and I'd be forever thankful. If you want to come and follow me on Instagram, I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life or at Francesca Amber. And if you want to join the book club and be part of my little book club bitch crew, um, then come and join us. The link is down below or it's all at francescaamber.com. We've got subliminals, we've got guided meditations, we've got book club. Info, we've got workshops. We've got the whole goddamn lot. We've got everything you could want in life and more. Right. I'll see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, so check it out. Um, I'll leave the
0: link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello?